0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Alright, guys. So, it looks like Aaron Rodgers is going to be staying in Green Bay, at least for this season. So, it seems. Adam Schefter reported last night that he was finalizing terms on a new agreement to bring him back to the Packers this season. And he would report to training camp when it starts this week. So that is some of the biggest news that's going around the nfl right now obviously it's a pretty slow sports cycle right now and i don't really have too much to talk about but there are some things going on right now so aaron Rodgers apparently if he's not happy with the team's culture after this season and he already has like expressed this so many times like i'm really surprised that they were able to get a deal done And, obviously, they don't want to trade the reigning MVP of the league, like, to anyone. Like, if he's good enough for someone else, he's good enough for them. So, like, the Packers definitely have messed up in the past by not really putting top targets around Aaron, especially, like, draft picks. Like, they usually, like, draft, like, defensive minded players like on defense not really to help him on offense so like obviously Devontae Adams is a big factor for the Packers and now he's negotiating a new deal to come back obviously because of Aaron and those two could literally probably end up on another team together if they both are able and not under contract. So if they're both free agents, they could definitely... Well, Aaron won't be a free agent, but he would have to get traded. And Devontae Adams could definitely try to follow Aaron wherever the hell he would go. Like, there were a lot of talks earlier in the year about Rodgers going to the Broncos. Apparently, he was, like, seen in Colorado golfing. So people, like, got to the assumptions that he was gonna end up a Bronco similar to Peyton Manning, well actually the exact same. So that would be a crazy thing to happen. But as of right now, Aaron Rodgers is reporting to mini camp for the Packers and will be the Packers quarterback this year. <clears throat> Obviously there was a lot of controversy after the Packers drafted an offensive player, but it was literally like an FU to Aaron Rodgers when they got Jordan Love as a future quarterback for the Packers and he's honestly like probably not even that good. Like he'll probably be a bust. And then if they were stuck with Jordan Love, like right now, if Aaron Rodgers like did get traded, they would be fucking screwed. Like I don't think that this guy is the answer especially for the Packers who have had nothing but great quarterbacks for the last like 30 years with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So that's enough of that topic. So another topic in the NFL that has really been one that kind of got Swept under the rug a little bit, but now it's coming back up is Deshaun Watson and all the allegations against him. It's not looking good for him, but he reported the training camp, so he didn't get 50K fines every day that he missed it. So he showed up even though that he requested a trade many times, and I guess we're going to have to see if he does get traded. Obviously, his name is kind of being tarnished at the moment, so it's probably not the best situation, and they're still asking for a lot of trade capital. like They want like multiple first-round picks or top picks, and then they want some starting players also for Watson. Obviously, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He was a very dynamic player. He's worth the money that he got paid a couple years ago, and yeah, it just really sucks that apparently there were like ten police reports filed against Deshaun Watson. So like, this is not good. It's definitely not good for his character, as a person, as a man, and this could definitely. Alter his future in the NFL, and that's honestly been one of the main topics of discussion during this off season, when there hasn't been too much to talk about. Like this is one of the lingering stories, like similar to like Antonio Brown, going through like whatever he went through, and then he got through it, and he's a Super Bowl champion now. So he had the Sean Watson find his way out of Houston. And on to a new roster. I know a lot of teams can definitely use his talents. And the main issue is, like, just don't be a, a creep. Just be a respectful person and you won't be in these situations. So when you have all the clout and money, like, that can't replace, like, just being a good person because, like, then you'll get yourself caught up in all this bullshit. And he's only going to have to pay them, like, a couple million dollars to make this go away. But, like, it still, like, ruins his reputation at the end of it. So not a good situation for Deshaun Watson, but that's enough of... Some news around the NFL. Oh, the Saints got Chris Hogan after he was in the PLL lacrosse league (laughs) this summer. So he's coming back to football. Obviously, he is a Super Bowl champion. So the Saints add Chris Hogan when Michael Thomas is hurt, apparently so. Yeah, so the Saints are definitely going to be an interesting team to watch this year with Drew Brees not being in the league anymore, obviously retiring, and now he's going to be on Sunday Night Football. There's going to be a competition in New Orleans, and I mean, maybe it's not going to be such of a competition, but Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill are definitely probably going to be used in like – the same drive many times, like, he'll put Taysom Hill in on, like, third down or something like that, like, if, like, you need to pick up a first down and Jameis, obviously, would, like, start off the drive and try to get them down the field and shit like that, so, hopefully, Jameis Winston, with the new LASIK eye surgery that he got, maybe he could see the field better, and obviously, he was a great college quarterback, Heisman Trophy winner, and then he dealt with some bullshit, and, got bounced around the league a little bit so this is a redemption story for him and now him and Sean Payton could potentially bring another Super Bowl to New Orleans. He just don't win the Heisman Trophy by accident obviously he's a great quarterback and he has a lot of potential and he didn't have the best eyesight either apparently He said in many interviews and I don't know how much of a factor that really made for him but now that he got that corrected, hopefully he's able to actually see the field and not get picked off so many times, like when he was on the bucks. so that's that the m l b trade deadline is on Friday at four o'clock, and the Mets are trying to make some big moves. They signed Rich Hill the other day, a long time pitcher. He was on the Rays, and they add him to the rotation when the Mets really need some starters right now dealing with injuries. Obviously, DeGrom trying to work his way back. But if the Mets could add Max Scherzer to the rotation, that would honestly be like one of the biggest acquisitions of the year. I'm not really sure how they would really work that out, that it's like within the division of the NL East, but if they could try to work that out, that would be great. The Nationals said that they're a selling team right now, and that means that they'll basically off anyone's contract to another team for the rest of the season so they don't have to deal with them anymore. And obviously, a team like the Mets, who are on the brink of... Making the playoffs again. They're obviously in the lead right now in the division. And yeah, it's about time that the Mets are actually able to do something in the playoffs. Obviously, Noah Syndergaard working his way back from Tommy John surgery. So the Mets can definitely. Add another great starter to the mix and then have an even better chance of going for the World Series title that we haven't won since 1986. My parents were actually at Game 6 of the 1986 World Series. Pretty crazy, but yeah, they're also trying to win Chris Bryant on the Cubs. That would be also one of the biggest moves of the year. He's a certified superstar and could definitely change a franchise. If we could get him at third base, then have Lindor at <laughs> short. And then Jeff Bagneil, who got the game-winning hit last night in the fifth inning. It was a doubleheader last night, so there were only seven-inning games, but he got in the fifth-inning game-winning hit. We needed that, we split the doubleheader yesterday. We lost the first one. But overall, the Mets are moving in the right direction. Obviously, Lindor's hurt right now, so. That's pretty much that. And this week, we got Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland in the main event of the UFC Fight Night. It's a pretty good main event. The middleweight division, Uriah Hall, always exciting. Obviously, his last fight against Chris Weidman didn't go as expected. He didn't even have to throw a punch, and he was the first person ever to not throw a punch and win a fight or a kick, and he basically just checked the kick that Chris Weidman threw, and <laughs> he fell back, and the fight was over. So, I hope Chris Weidman's able to return sometime, but that was one of the craziest injuries, and then obviously it happened to Connor also, so leg injuries in MMA are no joke, like obviously Anderson Silva broke his leg against Chris Weidman, so he kind of, like, came back to haunt him in a way. But I'm a huge Chris Wyman fan. Nothing but respect for him. He's from Long Island. Puts on for Long Island like no one else. And yeah, this is gonna be a pretty good fight. We got a longtime fighter Sam Alvey fighting this weekend. We got nothing too much, but I'm sure they'll do good fights. I don't really recognize too many guys on this fight card. Sorry. It's not really such a stacked fight card this weekend. Yeah, but anyway, they announced that UFC 268, which will happen in November, will most likely be at Madison Square Garden, and my birthday is in November, so like that would be fucking lit. And like, I love going to live sporting events. I haven't been to a fucking game in literally a long time, since before COVID. I was obviously working in an arena – When COVID happened and, like, obviously the NBA season, like, got canceled. I was working with the Boston Bruins and Celtics. So, like, my job got axed, too. So, like, I haven't been to a game in a long time. I didn't really get to go to any this year. And, obviously, the vaccination rules and shit, like, to get into the stadium, like, was that... But next year, I'll be able to go to some Knicks games. Hopefully, the Knicks are able to draft a solid pick. Apparently, like they're trying to trade the 21st and 19th pick to trade up into the draft, get a higher draft pick than what they would get. They have two picks that they can try to move up with. So, hopefully, they're able to get someone decent. Right now, it's looking like Kate Cunningham of Oklahoma State, who put on an absolute show in the NCAA tournament this year, will be going number one to the Pistons. The Houston Rockets have the second pick, and it looks like they're going after a G League guy named Jalen Green, 19-year-old kid. Then the Cleveland Cavs had the third pick. They're most likely going to take Evan Mobley out of USC. The Mobley brothers were putting on an absolute clinic during March Madness. So the Cavs could definitely use someone like him. Jalen Suggs out of Gonzaga, who had an absolute great year. One of the best point guards in the country to go to Toronto. Number four. This is all a mock draft, by the way. And then number five, Orlando Magic. Scotty Barnes, Florida State. Number six, OKC. James Book Knight out of Yukon. Seven, the Warriors. Eight, the Magic. Nine, the Kings. The Kings look like they're going to take Franz Wagner. His brother's already in the league. And, yeah, he was a good player for Michigan this year. He's a small forward. And when it comes down to the 19th pick for the Knicks, it says this guy, Usman Garuba from Real Madrid. The Knicks are notorious for sometimes taking international players like Frank Nidola, Kenya, Pablo Pergioni, like guys like that. And obviously poor Zingas. <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes they play out. Obviously, Real Madrid is one of the top teams in the European League, the Euro League. And yeah, who knows? And then the 21st pick says Kai Jones from Texas, a power forward. And that's the next second pick, but they could definitely probably trade that. Uh, 22 of the Lakers, Jared Butler out of Baylor, the Knicks should fucking take that kid, like, he's fucking great, like, he put on a great performance, along with Davion Mitchell in the tournament also, Baylor was a great team this year, yeah, where's Davion Mitchell, the Knicks should fucking take him, what the fuck, I... Don't know if he's 100% committed to the draft. That's interesting. Don't see his name in the top 20. That's weird. He was definitely one of the top scorers in the country this year. Yeah, it says he's going in the draft, so yeah, I wonder where he's going to get drafted. He was definitely one of the most exciting players that we watched in college basketball last year, so that's pretty much that, and yeah, the Kid Leroy, he released like another like seven songs of his album, so he basically released like a new album. He released, like, 14 songs in the last, like, four days. So, a couple songs that stick out. Attention, which has been around SoundCloud for a long time at this point. But, like, that's a banger. Uh, a song called Lonely and Fucked Up. Uh, About You is a good one, too. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. And now Donda, hopefully, gets released august 6th and kanye's apparently like living in that stadium still so like hopefully he gets it done and this has been an episode of one stop shop peace out guys